0: Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again because, make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not, which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program.
1: Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell radio program. Delighted to be with you. The there's no evidence defense blows up when you start looking at the evidence. I remember we had an interview on this program in 2021. And I forget the election official who was on the program with us, but he said the whole I've seen no evidence of fraud is something that a lot of these folks Who were down with Joe Biden allegedly winning the 2020 election is a lot of what they would say because no judge would dare to see the evidence. None of these cases got through when they say Donald Trump hasn't won any of his court cases about election fraud, his allegations. No judge allowed it to go through. And so a judge can say, I've seen no evidence of election fraud and be speaking the truth. What they're not telling you is they've refused to hear it. Nobody wanted to go there. And that's baffling to me. That means you got an awful lot of people in on this game. We're waiting for Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote. Do not know what's going to happen to that. In lieu of that, I want to say this to you. This is the, this is the data that we know beyond Georgia that casts serious doubt not just on the results of the 2020 election, but the results of any election in my Commonwealth. You ready for this? Here's your granular data. Here's the evidence for all the no evidence people out there. Pennsylvania was called by 80,555 votes, population 12.8 million. Months after the election, there were 121,000 more votes than voters who voted. 80,555 vote margin of victory, allegedly, for Joe Biden. In my commonwealth, where there are more than 121,000 votes than voters who voted. How do you say just there... That there was no evidence of fraud. You can't. And so you have to run interference. January 6th. That's what three years ago on Saturday was. Listen to this. By law, Pennsylvania could not certify the election with that type of discrepancy. Why did they... Republican lawmakers led by state representative Frank Ryan, who is one of the finest human beings you'll ever meet. Know him personally. We're tracking the vote discrepancy in real time in the statewide uniform registry of electors system. It's what we have in Pennsylvania. It's called the SURE system. Ryan, who is a certified public accountant initially reported that there were 170,830 more votes than voters in the presidential race. More than twice the margin in Pennsylvania. These numbers just don't add up. And the alleged certification of Pennsylvania's presidential election results was absolutely premature, unconfirmed, and in error, the lawmaker said. The Pennsylvania Department of State's office called this obvious misinformation... Why, why would the department, why would they say, no, you're getting bad information from this guy? A veteran is lying to you. That's false information. While admitting, quote, the only way to determine the number of voters who voted in November from the SURE system is through the vote histories. This is what they do. Exactly what they're doing to Donald Trump. We're going to bog you down with 91 criminal charges. We don't care if any of them actually sticks. Because what we're doing is we are buying time. We are buying time to cheat the system. We are buying time so that ostensibly Joe Biden, but really Barack Obama, and this new global liberal world order can get settled here in the United States and begin the downfall from within. From the very crux of the beltway, the destruction of America, if you don't have faith that you have a voice, you do not live in a constitutional republic, period. The SURE system was checked and downloaded weekly with updated order histories from the general election until all of the counties uploaded their vote histories, which was not completed until February. February of 2021. Three months after Election Day, my friends. Again, we're going to drag out the clock. We're going to drag our feet. We're not going to respond to the subpoenas. We're not going to show up in court. We're going to allege, well, that's part of an ongoing investigation we're not really supposed to talk about that. And we're going to hope that you go away. That you stop asking. We are going to stop answering. We're never going to pick up the phone and you're going to get you're going to get whittled down and you're going to give up. But you know what happened? MAGA happened it is not an individual it is not a group it is not an objective it is not a political party it is a love it's the secret sauce it's camp what i see in my sons In their excitement all year long to go to a sleepaway camp with accommodations that are eh, food, which is bad. Hot summer sun, thunderstorms. God knows what else. None of that matters. It's the secret sauce. That is. MAGA. It is a feeling. It is a joy. It is something you will die for. Because it is bigger than you. It's bigger than your family, your community, your city, state, or whatever. It's special. That is why Joe Biden is going to come out in Pennsylvania on Saturday to to commemorate the somber anniversary of January 6th. Really? He's going to come out and he's going to say not that America is the most extraordinary place on planet Earth. Not that we are the enemy or we are the, the we are the the ideal that other countries wish they had. He's gonna come out and say, on the anniversary of January 6th, that white nationalism and MAGA extremism is the biggest thing in this country today. And in his eyes, in the establishment's eyes, They're absolutely right. Because it is that idea of American exceptionalism and getting back to that focus, which takes every single thing that these frauds, these felons, these liars and cheats and phonies, all of the damage that they have done depends on you rolling over and not fighting. And they know that that's not going to happen. The people on our side who rise up and fight back, these are not natural born leaders. These aren't people who've been groomed for this. These are people who have had enough. And their love of country and their flavor for that sauce is bigger than anything else in their world. Amen to that. I want to talk briefly about this Brad Raffensperger dude in, in Georgia. We have to identify the cancer before it can be excised. And he's one of the cancers. More on that next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I want to encourage you to hang, hang in here with me for the third hour of today's program. I think something that we enjoy doing on this Wendy Bell Radio Network, we like to look We'll do a drive-by of the headlines, kind of like we flew over Epstein today. There's really nothing to dig into, and we are cognizant of the fact that it's a placeholder. It's a place to draw your attention. They try to steer you in certain ways to focus you in in areas that are beneficial to the machine while they continue to do whatever they're doing, right? Right. I think this is one of the things that I enjoy about this because we're able to see not just the story, say, for instance, the whole Claudine Gay story at Harvard. The story is not about Claudine Gay. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's much bigger than that. It's the culmination of a lot of bad things going on for far too long coming into the spotlight. It's like COVID. Right. COVID forced us to awaken. We saw a lot of dirty things that we were too busy to see before that snapped a lot of us off of autopilot. That's a tough thing to do. It's a tough thing to realize that you've not been paying attention. And then slowly you feel you feel almost stupid. Like I feel almost stupid. That 2020 was such a debacle when you look at the data, when you look at the actual evidence, when you consider what Secretary of State from Georgia, Brad Raffensberger has done to, to lie multiple times, to leak to the Washington Post bogus details about an alleged audit of the 2020 election, which never happened. And we didn't know it didn't happen until somebody out there someone who believes in MAGA decided to file a Freedom of Information Act request and start digging into the files, and the Heritage Foundation joined in. Well, tell us about said audit, Secretary Raffensberger. Which counties? Which machines? You know what happened? They found out there was no audit. Not a single county had been asked anything. And Georgia's secretary of state lied to President Trump on the phone. Lied to President Trump, then took a, because they were recording the phone call, Raffensperger's team selectively edited the audio, leaked it to the Washington Post, wrap up smear, and the Washington Post ran the story that Donald Trump said he wanted Raffensberger to find evidence of fraud. That never happened. Trump already had it. He had it. All of this, it's, it's almost like Trump is three months ahead of everybody. It, it's almost like all of this drip, drip, suck Has had to happen. So that along the way. Each of us. At whatever point in our individual journeys of awakening. Wake up. And start to see it. And you can feel very stupid. Trust me. I'm right there with you. But that's not the point. Once. You begin to see it. You can't unsee it. And then you see more of it and then you get up to about 10,000 feet and you look down and you see how the media respond to it and you begin to see their playbook take shape because it's always the same. And then you go up to 20,000 feet and you see all the cover-ups and then you begin to see all of the smoke screens starting to to smolder down below and now all of a sudden you're awake and you're aware and you are alive. And you see what's at stake. I bet our elections have been corrupted since the beginning of time. I bet you they've been cheating. Both sides. All walks of life. And I know it sounds ridiculously idealistic. But can you imagine if everybody just told the truth? If everybody was simply honest. They didn't cheat. They didn't lie. They didn't manipulate or steal or corrupt. They did what you do when you go to work the best that you can. This is why America is in danger. There's no president that's gonna save this. Because we came first. The nerves I had sitting here before the show, knowing what I had ahead of me, signing up my twins for the final time of summer camp, After 12 years with all of my kids, this was it. I could taste it. I was so twisted. That's how MAGA feels about what's at stake. That's the movement. That's the fire. That's the sauce. That's what we fight for. All right, when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends, how about this? This is really what corruption looks like. How about this insider trading? How is it possible that the members of Congress made a billion dollars last year in the stock market? Wait, what? Don't don't miss this. It's mind-bending. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. I think we could agree... I don't think it would be uh, a a difficult thing to find some consensus on here that uh, people have scammed each other since the beginning of time. I I think we could go back into the Bible and we could find numerous instances of people cutting corners and being dirtbags. It is what it is. I don't know if it's just human nature. I don't know if that's just the way people are. I don't know if there's temptation. and, And some people are more apt to wander off towards it. And others are like, you know what? i got to look in the mirror tomorrow and i got to look at my wife and kids and I'm just not going to be able to do that. And, and I think when we see the degree of fraud, I mean, have you ever stopped to think about how many people had to be involved in any of the various stories out there that we've gone through recently? I mean, take the election out of it, right? All of the people who had to be involved in that nonsense, the coordination, the, the, the ability to keep everything quiet, To make sure nobody said anything that was the truth about that? There were thousands upon thousands of co-conspirators. Thousands upon thousands. And nobody had like a guilty conscience. Same story with January 6th. You had to have all of these people on the same page. Capitol Police couldn't just be sitting there scratching their heads saying, why is it that we can see the National Guard? Like, I see them. They're just couple blocks away why haven't they released the national guard to help us out i strongly believe that's why multiple Capitol police officers committed suicide in the days and the weeks after january 6th when you realize that what you signed up for isn't at all what you thought it was going to be and you got to see how the sausage is made that's a whole that's a whole new world ladies and gentlemen COVID, certainly. What what did we go through with that? How many people had to be bribed, had to be blackmailed legitimately? We are going to give you money, said the federal government, to the media during COVID. Look, we know this is a really tough time. We are going to give you millions of dollars, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, all of you guys. We are going to give you, give, it's our money, We're going to give you all of this money so you can, quote, unquote, stay afloat because we need you so much during this time. We need the news. So here's some money. But do know that if you take it, we have certain expectations, right? And the expectation is you don't talk negatively at all about this vaccine. You push it on people. You champion it. You encourage it. And you go after people on our behalf. Who raise questions about it? That's gross. This isn't anything new. Nor should we be at all surprised that the 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 insider trading stuff going on in Congress is mind bending. This is this is what Tim Burchett said. The congressman said about Jeffrey Epstein's books. Right. The reason why they don't want this stuff to come out is because an awful lot of my colleagues here on Capitol Hill are going to be compromised. Because they were with that guy. The same way a lot of my colleagues are compromised. Because they sit on committees that hear various things coming up in a top secret setting. And then go move their money around in certain stocks. Did you guys know in 2023 Congress made $1 billion? $1 billion. Billion 540, what? 545 people? You got 435 in the House. You have a hundred in the Senate, a billion dollars divided by 353, if my rudimentary math skills are correct, that's $1.87 million per congressman and woman. If we were to assume that everybody made the same, which they didn't, because some people have quite a knack for trading. This is from revolver.news. How is it? How is it? that men and women enter congress with modest wealth but manage to emerge as multi-millionaires many times over well you don't have to scratch your head much longer folks because a stunning new report shows just how crooked congress really is and even lists the names of the worst offenders what do you what is a good return on your investments in a year is it like eight percent nine percent is that doing pretty well because some members of congress did 200 plus percent better than the markets. How is that even possible? Well, let's go stocks. That's the answer. It's as if our lawmakers have an uncanny knack for stock trading. Really? Perhaps they were all stock traders in a previous life or better yet. Maybe they're part of an exclusive quote, insider trading club that excludes the likes of you and me. Remember these people that they're for us, right? They're little people just like we are. No, they're not. These are your globalist elites of suck. Most of you are likely aware of Nancy Pelosi's alleged insider trading activities. She entered Congress as a member of the upper class San Francisco elite. And she appears poised to leave as the wolf of Wall Street. Over two weeks ago, she bought Karuna Therapeutics. At the perfect time, she doubled her investment in just under a month. Of course, insider trading is not allowed in the United States unless you're a member of Congress. Just ask Martha Stewart, right? Did we all manage to to scratch our heads over how Bill Gates, his investment into Pfizer, I believe, right? dropped some cash into Pfizer and managed to, uh, you know, a year later after infecting enough people with terrible issues with that virus or the vaccine i made what 230 million dollars off of that Eh, it's all in a day's work for a scumbag let's move on this new eye-opening report seems to unveil the truth behind everything prepare to be astonished by the staggering sums these scumbags are accumulating while we the people pay their salaries we're obviously getting screwed twice The popular ex-finance account called Unusual Wales, rather, is the source of my information here, friends. They put together this this shocking report, really, which puts into perspective what so-called public servants are really up to. No wonder they don't want term limits. Why would you want to be term limited when you can be in Congress forever and make as much money for yourself and future generations as possible? So here's the full report on politicians trading in 2023. Like every year since 2020, it's just phenomenal how this happens. US politicians beat the market and in many and in many and many I should say in Congress rather made unusually timed trades resulting in huge gains. You want to see the top performers of 2023? These are returns calculated by estimating current stocks held in each Members portfolio. Brian Higgins, Democrat. <laughs> wow. Huge gains. How about plus 239%? 239%. Mark Green, Republican, 122%. Garrett Graves, Republican, 107%. David Rouser, Republican, 105%. Other names you might know, Ron Wyden, Democrat, 78.5%. Guys, I think 8%, right? That's great. Almost 10 times that? Ron Wyden? He's got to know something we don't know, right? Richard Blumenthal, 68%. Nancy Pelosi made 65.5%. Pete Sessions, Republican, 63%. We're going to go, oh, Susan Collins. Oh, how nice. Susan's done very, very well for herself. 55.5% she made last year. Wow. Can you imagine? Dan Goldman, 52.8%. Amazing. Sheldon Whitehouse, 41%. Dan Crenshaw, 38%. These people don't like being called out for it at all, either, ladies and gentlemen. This year, Democrats absolutely dominated the Republican counterparts. Democrats were up their portfolios up 31 percent. Republicans were up 18 percent. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 itself was up 24 (laughs) percent. Democrats' portfolios did better, 7 percent better than the market itself. That is truly, truly amazing, isn't it? Many of them traded despite conflicts in their committees in record numbers we should say and there's a whole list here on unusualwhales.com Many members in Congress made huge gains in their portfolios after a market record year for the S&P Sadly man, many members had more trades than legislative votes think about that They traded more in the stock market than they showed up to vote As allegedly elected members of Congress. What? Highest realized gains in 2023. Returns calculated by associating the closest buy and sell dates per member of Congress. The Democrat, Josh Gottheimer. He had Meta. Apparently, Meta did very well for him. He's up 109%. (laughs) Wow. Ro Khanna. How about this? He's up 98.5%. Republican Mike McCall, 83%. Unbelievable. Dan Sullivan, Republican, 52%. What is absolutely crazy, of course, in all of this is that Congress was trading options once again in 2023. They traded more in 2023 than they did in 2022, and the amounts are crazy. million they traded while they were in session. And you scratch your head and you say, well, how is it possible? How is it possible that these people like Elizabeth Warren is worth $100 million? Don't tell me that that cat wrote a book that anybody gave a a rip about and bought. You know exactly where her money came from. How does Bernie Sanders have four houses. Well, one might merely look at unusualwales.com. Now, I don't know if Joe Biden wasn't smart enough to get in on this or if he was already deep involved with Kazakhstan and Ukraine and Russia and China and all of that stuff because you don't make $174,000 as a senator and own two homes, one of them being on the beach ladies and gentlemen. But if you send a Venmo to someone for 700 bucks because you bought their dishwasher, the IRS and their Glocks are going to come knocking on your door the same way they tried to shake down Michael Schellenberger. Doesn't it feel like justice to you? There's no two-tiered system of justice in this country. Really? All right, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, let's talk about this. Philadelphia, why do I have a little bit of hope? What's going on in Philadelphia? It's 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 an armpit of yuck. But there's something kind of exciting happening there. A new mayor? A Democrat I'm excited about? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Every now and again, we, we stumble upon something that uh, makes us stop and say, hey, maybe not everything is upside down and inside out. Maybe there's a little bit of hope. And I like this next story. I got it from Newsmax. This is the headline. New Philadelphia mayor focuses on city's crime rate. What? What? <laughs> That is like, what you talking about, Willis? Right? That's tri- triumphant. Just as a headline, we're, we're going to actually address the elephant in the room. A city cannot thrive without rules, without laws, without police enforcing those rules and laws, without prosecutors who haven't been paid off, without judges who haven't been compromised or turned into political activists. How is it that a black female Democrat in Philadelphia makes me feel kind of excited? Well, first of all, she acknowledges the number one problem. If a citizenry does not feel safe, your city sucks. And right now, Philadelphia sucks. It's a beautiful city. I know all the people in Pittsburgh are like, It's a beautiful city. The history, all of it, the Liberty Bell, Benjamin Franklin's grave. I mean, I geek out on history when I'm there. It is fantastic. It is a hellscape. It is a Democrat hellscape. And this, this woman, Philadelphia's new mayor, who was sworn in Tuesday, Pledges to restore lawfulness in a city that has become infested with crime. Amen. Her name is Sherelle Parker. She's a Democrat. The first black woman elected Philadelphia mayor. Do you care? I don't care that she has ovaries and that she has more melanin than I do. I care that she's got a great first out of the gate idea. Folks, we got to do something about this crime. We got to do something about these drugs. She started her term Tuesday by signing an executive order to address the city's crime rate. We are going to expeditiously get every available resource into the neighborhood struggling from the scourges of crime, gun violence, drugs and addiction, she said. Amen, sister. Parker signed this executive order declaring a citywide public safety emergency and directing the police department to develop comprehensive plans that address crime across the city. You know what this sounds an awful lot like? Who does this sound like to you guys? Rudy Giuliani? Because it works. The order directs new police commissioner Kevin Bethel to work with the managing director's office and other city department heads to develop a plan detailing how they will hire more police officers. What? You mean that whole defunding the police was stupid? Yes, of course. Everybody knows it. They will reduce violent crime, quell quality of life offenses, and permanently shut down all pervasive open air drug markets. Bing, 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 bing. The mayor's promise to increase the number of police officers on the streets is a policing strategy she has pushed for since her days on city council. It's so simple, isn't it? It's like that joy I was trying to describe with my kids at the beginning of, this, of the show. Being a child and feeling joy is simple. Seeing what is right and what is obvious and what is common sense is so simple if people would only be honest seems like ms parker is a step in the right direction parker has embraced using stop and frisk (laughs) what and suggested possibly bringing in the National Guard to clean up open-air drug markets. If someone tells you we think she lacks compassion because she wants to be too aggressive in cleaning up the open-air drug market, you tell them to think about whether or not they would want their mother, father, sister, brother, loved one on the streets openly using intravenous drugs, Parker said. Boom. Go, babe. Go. Common sense should not be... A Democrat or a Republican thing. It should be a God given gift that we all have. We need to get back to the factory reset. We need to get away from all of this stupid nonsense and get back to the basics. Sounds like she is. Ms. Parker also addressed the city's petty crime. This is awesome. Car theft? Shoplifting? Yes. That retail theft and the illegal use of ATVs that diminish our quality of life. You guys have seen the video. We've talked about it, right? The hoodlums on ATVs tearing up the street, driving everybody nutty, disrupting life, believing that they are above the law, right? Stay home, folks. She says we are going to make our city safe for the people who live here here, who work here and who come into our city from the survivors and from the country all across the world, saying that the city must focus on quality of life crimes to ensure residents feel safe. Parker added that police officers will be, quote, there as guardians and not warriors getting to know the people they were sworn to protect and serve. Amen. And. The article ends with a Gallup poll in August showed that less than half of Americans said Philadelphia was a safe city. No, duh. Neither is Cleveland. Neither is Baltimore. Neither is San Francisco. What do these places have in common? Crazy Democrats in charge. This woman, Sherelle Parker, ma'am. I might not share the letter after your name because mine is an R. But I tell you what, I wish you Godspeed and I will watch you and we will cover you fairly and I hope you do everything and more. And then when you're done, I hope you move west to Pittsburgh. Crossing our fingers for Catherine Engelbrecht from True The Vote next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.